0: Hello everybody, this is Captain Katz, and welcome to another episode. Okay, so it's just going to be you and me this time, this week, and so we're just going to get right to it. Uh, One of the biggest things that just happened so far is that after 25 years, DC has cut ties with Diamond Distributors. Um, That's a huge news, that's one of the huge news that came out this week, no one didn't see this coming, Um, and it could be a good thing, could be a bad thing, but we don't know how it's going to go. A lot of... I know for a fact I've reached out to a couple of local uh, uh, comic shops and everything. And um, a couple of people that I know that actually work at comic shops and run comic shops here in um, Southern California and also in other parts of the US, uh, United States. And a lot of them are pissed. But then it's just like, eh, Why? Why so late? But eh, it's DC's choice. So Warner Brothers is going to be more accurate about it. Yeah, it's Warner Brothers' choice. So, um, yeah, we just gotta wait and see how this is gonna go, and um, it's just gonna be. I, it's, it's, I don't know. It's just one of those things. It's just you, just gotta go with the punches, I guess. And um, let's just wait and see. So, best of luck to DC with this with their new venture because they did two. Uh, distributors, they're going to do some. Uh, they they create some new two distributors and all that. And um, will this work for them? Will this backfire in the end? Will this bite them in the ass? We don't know. We gotta wait until next year. I'll I'll we'll come back to this in in, in a year and see. You know, well, if this is a short term solution, long term solution, or just they have no idea what they are doing. So. It's just crazy. And, um... Unused okay. in the comic world. Uh, legendary cartoonist retires after 73 years. 56 of them was at Mad Magazine. Uh... Al Jaffrey calls it quits at age 99. Um... That's a hell of a career. That's a hell of a run. Um... Congratulations and for retiring, doing all this wonderful stuff he did in Mad Magazine. He was the creator or pioneered um, the Mad's uh, fold-in, fold-out artwork. Um, if many of you have never read Mad Magazine, yeah, you really missed out. <laughs> yeah, really good. Uh, you know, um, loved his work. Especially the folding, Because I've always wondered how they work. And you know what? It's pretty good. So um, on behalf of everybody here. um, Congratulations. You deserve it. You are one of the best out there. And you've proven that you can do so much. If you stick to it and you love it. And he did. So congratulations to you. Wish you know. And then uh, moving along from comics to gaming, Sega came out and made their announcement of this huge announcement. Two two announcements. Uh, One of them was being the Sega Game Gear Micro. If many of you remembered the Game Boy Micros that came out years ago that Nintendo did. It's basically the same thing. And um, it's not going to be just one. There's four. Each one is going to be represented by a different color, and each one has its own set of games that are built into it. Um, and it's—I uh, don't know—is this, a, is this a, a bad thing or anything like that for for um, for them? So it, it's kind of weird. So you have four systems. You have um, there's four. Game Gear micros. There's a black one, a blue one, a yellow one, and a red one. Each one's gonna cost like around fifty bucks, give or take. If you want to get all of these games, you have to buy each one, and that's gonna be roughly around two hundred bucks. And uh, excuse me, folks. And uh, here's the list of the games. So for the black one, you get Sonic the Hedgehog, Puyo Puyo Two, Outrun, Royal Stone never heard of royal stone so like the other three i've heard okay the yellow one you have uh, shining force Guiding, like two shining force guiding games and um one actual one uh shining force the sword of H- Hajia. sorry if I, mis- I butchered that so the yellow one is basically all rpg turn-based rpg and a really good one from a really good series the shining force series was really really good the red one, you have uh, Revelations, Demon Slayer, Megami Tensai Gaiden, Last Bible Special, the Game Gear Shinobi, and Columns. The blue one has Sonic Chaos, Sonic Heroes, uh, Sylvia Tales, and Baku Baku M. Red one, I only know about Columns, and the, I've seen the Game Gear Shinobi. I've never, I've, I know the Megami Tensai series, never really had one on Game Gear. Uh, the Demon Slayer one, have no idea. Uh, the yellow one, I know the Shining Force series, really great series. I played the ones on the Genesis or the Mega. I've never played these ones. I've never heard of them either, so this is the first. And then the blue one, I've heard of uh, Sonic Chaos. I've played Gunstar Heroes on the Genesis. I've never heard of the other two, so yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, um, this is interesting. It's interesting. We, um, we know that there's going to be a release date on Amazon. I don't know if it's, I, I know it's going to be in Amazon, Japan. I don't know about Amazon here in the U.S. or the other parts of the world, but it's going to be released on October 6th of this year. And for uh, the Japanese audience, it's going to be 4,980 yen, or basically around 50 bucks here, U.S. So, yeah. And the other thing Sega got announced too was Fog Gaming. They want to turn Japanese arcade centers into data centers. There, in other words, they want to turn. They they want to stream arcade games to the home. Is what I'm getting after I've done a couple of days worth of reading and stuff like that. So they want to turn. Um, make you play video games at home. So, I'm just gonna read this out to you, okay? Um, so, this is from uh, Weekly uh, Famitsu. Uh, Sega will tap into powerful CPUs and GPUs in arcade machines as part of an ultra low latency streaming system. They call it, it's calling the idea "fog gaming," and it's based on fog computing. Devices in fog computing systems are much close uh, together physically than than those in cloud cell, which lowers the length of time of the data to travel between them. As such, Sega reckons that Fall Gaming Platform could reduce lag and less than a millisecond. So they want to do all of this. They want to stream gaming online from the arcade to the home. Um, it sounds like a good idea. It sounds like a great idea. I know it's only gonna be I they're gonna try and test this in Japan. Like because let's face it, the arcade scene is still big over there, it's still it's still rocking, it's still kicking, it's still living. Unlike the rest of the world where the arcade scene still it's like either dead or on the you know, on the brink of death. And that's who knows if this can work, if this can work in a way that it could revitalize the arcade scene not not only in japan but i mean in the rest of the world the us we can maybe go back to the glory days of the 80s and 90s of the arcade scene um that would be great i think that would be good and i think it wouldn't be a bad thing but then the one thing I would have to say negative about this is, okay, how much is this going to cost? How much is the whole setup is going to be? Who's willing to to fork out so said much money? <sighs> Sorry again, folks. Who's willing to, you know, splash out all that money to the uh, to provide that here? You know. So, the only time I'll tell on that one but um still um uh, can i uh this one I would like to see this one I would like to hopefully succeed, and maybe we can bring back the arcade scene who knows so moving right along from that to anime a couple of news in anime um one of the um uh, we heard about what happened with uh san japan uh chair uh san Japan. Uh, the San Antonio, um, Japanese, uh, convention. Uh, chair sat down after saying some hurtful things. And, um, you know what? That's fine. We don't need that. Now. Especially now. Especially with, um, uh, what's going on up there with with the Black Lives Matter movement and like that, which we uh, 100% support here, you know, we support very much, and you know, people like that who think like that and say horrible things like that shouldn't be. They should be held accountable for what they said, and they should, you know, take take uh, you know. Take the backlash, take the responsibility of what they said, and and act up on it. You know, said horrible things. What did he do? He had no but to resign. And that's that's something that you know, it's pretty bad. But he he has to be accounted for. Need you know account needs to be accounted for. and Needs to be shown that a hey, you know, you can't. Say stuff like that and expect to get a summer and go away with it and get away with it scot free. No, 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 you can't do that anymore, is, especially now. Now's not the time for that, just stop. Sheesh, people. Okay, um, another thing no. is uh, Crunchyroll, uh, their uh, expo, Crunchyroll Expo, uh, got canceled. It was be it was supposed to be on August sixth to the eighth. They decided that in a press statement, and you know, in a press release, right here. I'll just read it to you guys. See what they said officially. Okay. Sad news, everybody looking forward to this year's expo. The physical event has been canceled and to place all emphasis on the health and safety of fans, attendance, exhibitors, guests, and staff members. The decision was ultimately made due to the unpredicted nature of the coronavirus. And those who purchased hotel rooms have already received emails about the cancellation and refunding of booking. Additionally, uh, additional details regarding the tickets, refunds, and refund uh, process will be available now via the CRX website. Crunchyroll Expo exhibitors should be hearing from the team directly this week, but feel free to reach out to your regular CRX contacts to discuss the next steps. As disappointing as this may be, the good news is that we will have we will have Crunchyroll Expo 2021 to look forward to. The dates have been set for August 6th to the 8th, 2021 at the San Jose Convention Center and stay tuned for more and stay safe out there. Eh, it's okay. Well, good for them. Kind of late for that, but so good for them. And then uh, another news in, in anime. Um, anime studio founder of Ufotable. I'm gonna spell out. I'm sorry if I butcher this wrong uh u f o t a b l e table uh founder hikaru kodo was charged with evading an astounding amount of money in taxes okay he evaded over one hundred and forty million in yen in taxes so Yeah, so oh the one hundred and thirty the one hundred and thirty nine yen only one forty one thirty nine one forty is about one point two eight million in taxes in US dollar taxes. Um Yeah, just wow, wow, man. Jeez whiz and, and if many of you know who do not know the studio, this is the same studio that brought in Demon Slayer Uh, uh, Yeah, the Demon Slayer um, Katsume no Yaburi TV series, as well as the Fate franchise, Fate Zero Fate Stay, Fate Stay Nights, and Fate Stay Nights Ultimate Blade Works? Heaven's Feelings Yeah, so And, just, that's horrible Really, really, really horrible Yeah Well, hope everything sorts out at the end And then, last but not least, for this week, we have the official list of the Eisner Awards, of the Will Eisner Awards, the 2020 Will Eisner Awards. Um, And reading through the list, this looks like a really great list this year, like always. Um, There's like a, there's like a, there's like, not pretty good, there's like a really good general amount of, um, Categories are like group of deaths If many of you don't know what a group of deaths are. They're just basically um, A good example that uh, that the term has been used a lot is in the world of football um, or soccer You know you get uh, four of the best teams in each conference globally. So say for example The World Cup let's just say the World Cup, okay, and then you get the top, the highest-ranked team in Europe, South America, North America, and um, Africa. So then, if you look up at today's um, current FIFA rankings, it would be Brazil, uh, Bel Brazil, Belgium, Mexico, and Senegal. Throw them in together. Out of the four teams, two of them can only go to the round of 16. That's a group of death. And to be quite honest, I would love to see that group. So, um, so yeah, so there's a couple of groups of deaths here. Um, but like I said, overall, it looks really great. Um, you know, this, uh, a lot of these categories, really a lot of great contenders, a lot, a lot of interesting books. Some of them like flew under my radar all of last year, which I was surprising, um, Good example, Sobek by uh James James Stokey. Really great book. It's been nominated in so many categories here. Really, really, really great. Really, really funny book. Go, you know, get yourself a copy of that. Um You also have like Crowded, really love that book, really great. Um uh, still read it. I'm I'm glad to see it in best continuing series. But, uh, you know, so on and so forth. Um, And, um, yeah, a lot of these are really great, you know. If you have, like, you know, for Best New Series or Best Public and Early Reading or Best Publication for Kids, Teens. Teens is interesting because... um, Markio Tamaki is nominated in this one twice for harley quinn's breaking glass and also Lorna dean keeps breaking up with me that right there is very interesting to see which one of those books because they're really great not not only that but you also have hot comb kiss number eight and uh penny nichols all of them are really great but i think it's going to come down to either or you know Larna dean or the harley quinn book. they're both really great i wouldn't mind seeing hot comb winning um, Penny Nichols is pretty good, and so is Kiss Number Eight as well. So they're all really, really great. Um, not only that, but there was like other, like I said, there was other great books that like flew under my, like I said, flew under my radar. Like uh, Grass, Grass by um, Grass is really great, nominated for best reality-based work, and also in um, uh, what is that other one? Okay, best U.S. edition for international materials. In, uh, Asia and this one is actually really close, neck to neck heated. You have Beastars, you have Cats at the Lavour, Um Grass, the Magic Night Rare Twenty Fifth Anniversary Edition, which looks beautiful, looks gorgeous. The Pole Clan, one of those books that just flew under my radar. Um and Witch Hat. Witch Hat, um Atler. Really great. This is a really great one. Another good one also as well as uh best adaptation for another me- from other mediums. Um you had Snow Glass and Apples, Neil Gaiman, you have The Seventh Voyage, you have HP Lovecraft's at the Mountain of Madness. That looks great. The Hantes Mill, the graphic novel, great one as well. The Giver is also a good one. Um the one that surprised me the most and I, I just fell in love with when I read this is um Giraffes on the Horseback Salad, Salvador Dali, The Marx Brothers, and The Strangest Movie Never Made. Uh, I did a review on it a couple of weeks ago. Very wonderful book. Very funny. If you're a huge fan of The Marx Brothers or um, surrealist art or, or just kind of want to want to see how come we've never heard of this movie script or anything like that. Read it. Do yourself a favor. Read it. It's really great. I truly recommend it. And know, um, and it's really good. And then so on and so forth. And then you know, you have your you know the usual best writers, artists, pencilers, digital cover artists, coloring. So the list goes on and on and on and on and on. So if you guys ever have a chance, go to uh, the Comic Con website. Go to the Eisner Awards. Take a look at them. You'd be surprised how many great books out there got nominated this year. And to all the nominees out there, congratulations on being nominated. Um, you know, it's an honor. You know, being being nominated for a Niners is such an honor in itself. Many consider this to be the Oscars uh, as to the Harveys as the, uh, the Emmys or the Golden Globes. Yeah, I can see the Harvey Award as the Golden Globe. Yeah. But um yeah still congratulations on everyone who got nominated every book that got nominated um deservedly so and um if there's a book out there you've never seen and you're kind of hesitant take a chance pick it up read it you'd be surprised you may never know you might like it you know you might like it and it'll be like hey you know what this is worth It. it was worth the risk it was worth the venture. You know? And you'd be surprised. You'd be very, 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 very surprised. Okay. So that being said and done. that Thank you so much for listening to me this week. Thanks for spending time with me. I hope you guys have a great time. Have a wonderful week out there. Stay safe out there. Um, You know, be safe. Keep your face mask on. We're all in this one together. You know, and then... You know, try to treat others with treat people with respect, regardless of of um, of who they are. You know, race, sex, religion, or anything like that. You know, we're like I said, we're all in this together. You know, Uh, we here do respect and do um, support the Black Life the Black Lives Matter movement. You know, and um, just stay safe out there. All right. Okay. Until then, take care. Have a good one. Bye.